Good morning. And a very warm welcome to all of you at Trinity Lutheran Church on Trinity Sunday. And uh, we will keep Pastor Andy and his family in our prayers today because if you haven't heard, he, he did get COVID and uh, so did the other members of his family, I believe, at least his daughter. And so far, I've heard that um, his, his symptoms have been mild up until now, so let's pray that it continues that way. And uh, I'm Pastor Cindy Crane. Thank you for having me here with you today. I uh, work very closely with Pastor Andy with the Lutheran Office for Public Policy in Wisconsin. He's one of my favorite people in this synod. And um, I have to say no oftentimes, but I was delighted that I could say yes for today. So... Again, a warm welcome, and we'll continue with our service at this time and meditate during the music. Blessed be the Trinity, one God whose steadfast love endures forever. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Let us take a moment in silence to reflect upon anything we may feel sorry about. Most merciful God, we confess that we have not followed your path 
but have chosen our own way. Instead of putting others before ourselves, we long to take the best seats at the table. When met by those in need, we have too often passed by on the other side. Set us again on the path of life, save us from ourselves, and free us to love our neighbors. Amen. Hear the good news. God does not deal with us according to our sins, but delights in granting pardon and mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. You are free to love as God loves. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Come, wisdom, you who were before clods of dirt and flocks of geese, come, wisdom, you who were before the deep waters and the burning stars, come, wisdom, settle into us your love for all creatures your joy for a good and holy creation. Amen. You may be seated.
The first reading, Proverbs chapter 8. Does not wisdom call, and does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads she takes her stand. Besides the gate in front of the town, at the entrance of the portal she cries out, To you, O people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago I was set up, at the first before the beginning of the earth, when there were no depths I was brought forth, when there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth. When he had not yet made earth and fields or the world's first bits of soil, when he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master worker, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the human race. Word of God, word of life. chanted above the heavens your glory is chanted above the heavens oh lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth you whose glory is chanted above the heavens out of the mouths of infants and children you have set up a fortress against your enemies to silence the foe and avenger your glory is chanted above the heavens when i consider your heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you have set in their courses. What are mere mortals that you should be mindful of them? Human beings that you should you have made them little less than divine with glory and honor you crown them you have made them rule over the works of your hands you have put all things under their feet all flocks and cattle even the wild beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, 
And whatever passes along the paths of the sea, O Lord our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Your glory is chanted above the heavens. The second reading, Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produ produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Word of God, word of life. Listen now for the gospel. Alleluia. It is God's word that changes us. Alleluia. Come Holy Spirit, melt and break our hearts of stone. Until we give our lives to God and God alone. Listen now for the gospel. Alleluia. It is God's word that changes us. Alleluia. Come Holy Spirit, root us in the living word. That we may show the faithfulness of Christ our Lord. Listen now for the gospel. Alleluia. God's word that changes us. Alleluia. Come Holy Spirit, bind the broken, bind the lost. Confirm us in the fire and love of Pentecost. Listen now for the gospel. Alleluia. It is God's word that changes us. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what did you decide to wear for Trinity Sunday? I noticed a lot of people wearing red on Pentecost Sunday, and I did by accident. I remembered it was Pentecost Sunday, then I forgot and got ready, and I happened to wear a red sweater, and I thought, oh, good. So we usually don't ask that question, what are you wearing on Trinity Sunday? But if I did 
design something for myself, I might have images of infinity, maybe a night sky with the stars, and then maybe some images of people who are really close to me because the spirit is very close to us. Or maybe I just have some artistically printed words from the Gospel of St. John about uh, the Father in me and I in the Father and will send you the advocate and maybe have uh, Lady Wisdom printed there and maybe the feminine Hebrew word ruach, which means spirit, wind, and breath, maybe some healing images. I guess it would be a very busy kind of outfit. But um, your pastor, Pastor Andy, wrote a very beautiful reflection on about uh, Trinity Sunday, about the Trinity in relationship to your church, which I really loved. Um, and because the Trinity is about interconnectedness, isn't it? Relationship and love. So I'm going to read what uh, Pastor Andy wrote, changing it from I to you and them, or I'll figure it out. But uh, he wrote that, um, what does it mean to bear the name of Trinity today? More than 150 years ago in the summer of 1906, a group of about 13 families became part of a mission plant on the east side of Madison. These were immigrant families whose first language was not English. And in those early days, they worshiped not in a big, beautiful sanctuary, but under a tent. Eventually, the small group of Norwegian immigrants would name the community after the name of the Holy Three in One. They named the church Trinity. And uh, Pastor Andy said he didn't think that you had a record of why they chose that name, but likes to think about those early days. When an institution has been around as long as Trinity, it's easy to think that the way things are now have always been this way. But looking back at your history, it reminds us of the origins and changes over time that created this place and this family of faith. In a way, the pandemic reminded us as well that the church is a flexible and adaptable community those early founders worshiped in a tent. In the mid-50s, your congregation worshiped in the Eastwood Theater. During the pan oh, some people are nodding and remember that, okay. And then during the pandemic, you all worshiped outside and in homes, in your homes. Your history reminds you that the church comes in many shapes, sizes, and forms. The Spirit has been at work at Trinity in all of its forms over the years. In the calendar of the church year, today is Trinity Sunday. Since the 10th century, Christians around the world have recognized Sunday, the Sunday after Pentecost, uh, as a day to proclaim the mystery of our faith in the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Trinity Sunday is unique because it's the only Sunday that we focus on a doctrine of the church rather than an event of salvation history. It's a day of praise, adoration, and thanksgiving as we marvel 
at the mystery of God's eternal character. But Trinity Sunday holds special meaning for all of you here, I imagine, because we, you bear the name Trinity. No pressure. <laughs> so as we approach this day, it looks as though you had some discussion about what was needed to celebrate a few things. First of all, you're celebrating the 116th anniversary of found, the founding. Um, not many institutions last that long or have such a rich history. The average restaurant only stays in business for five years. The average lifespan of a Fortune 500 company is 18 years. Likewise, not a single person from the founding generation is still with us because the average span of a life in our country is 79 years old. So the point is, we're celebrating the longevity and richness of God's blessing here at Trinity. Thanks be to God for more than a century of ministry. And if you look around the neighborhood, you recognize that Trinity is an anchor for the community. There has been a lot of change and development around here, but Trinity remains a source of love and life planted on this corner. It looks as though you're also celebrating the anniversary of this building. 71 years ago, this sanctuary, sanctuary was built. It would have made more sense to celebrate the 70th anniversary this time last year, uh, but you were just starting to return to church. Some here will remember the red brick church. Do some people remember that? It existed before this building. It was across First Street from here. When, the church, when this church was built, members of the, uh, such as Eldon Howell, sorry if I don't have his name correctly pronounced, helped put down the flooring that uh, we're standing on today. And Pastor Andy likes to think of the great cloud of witnesses that joins us here today. And in his home and the homes of others who couldn't come here physically today. We stand on the shoulders of the witnesses before us in so many ways. So there's a lot to celebrate today. You missed the 115th anniversary of the founding and the 17th anniversary of the church building last year, so you're making up for it this year. Maybe it could be a new trend, you know, 71st, once, he doesn't write that, I just said that. And, and this Trinity Sunday gives us an opportunity to reflect. What does it mean to bear the name of Trinity in this time and place? For many of our neighbors, perhaps the name Trinity doesn't hold significance. The math doesn't make much sense, and not many are interested in the formulations we receive from Christians arguing over God's nature in the fourth century. But for us, the name, for you here, the name Trinity reminds all of us that we are caught up in the eternal nature and mission of God. To go by the name Trinity is to place yourselves within the joyful dance between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
the love between the parent, child, and spirit overflows and draws us into the love that saves us. It may sound foreign to most, but the triune God is the basis of all we are and do as Christians. Trinity is a good name for a community like yours. In our gospel reading from St. John, Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all the truth. And this can be oddly comforting, can't it? Maybe some of you have everything figured out, but Pastor Andy doesn't. I had to say that, and I don't either. None of us do. We're always learning and changing in our relationship with God. And Jesus is pretty frank about this. There are some things you just can't bear yet, can't comprehend yet. But Jesus doesn't leave us hanging either. He says that the Spirit is going to walk alongside us as we learn and find our way. We don't have to have all the answers, and isn't that a relief? Each of us is, was, and always will be dependent on the Spirit and dependent on each other in community. None of us can find our way on our own. And the Spirit will often use the words and presence of others to guide us. David Lowe says that being a Trinitarian community means striving to be a place that knows we don't have all the answers. And so consequently, a place that makes space for conversation and values different voices and experiences. Because through this openness and diversity, the Spirit can guide us into the truth. The Spirit of truth guides us into the community of the Trinity by glorifying Christ and through him declare that what is the will of the Father. It can start to sound convoluted with all the weaving and intertwining of persons, but what it means is that our God is not some lonely, distant monarch in the sky. Our God is a God of relationship and community and love. If our God is a God of relationship, community, and love, what does it mean to be called Trinity here and now? It means that we are called to be a people of relationship, community, and love. And in this community of love, the Spirit can get to work leading us into the truth, leading us into deeper relationship with Jesus and one another. It is fitting that today you are welcoming new members because a community named after the Trinity will always be an open community. You are a family of the triune God, which means there's always more room to join the dance. To those who are joining as members today, your presence is a blessing to this community. And everyone here celebrates your unique voice and perspective because we believe the spirit of truth will teach us something new about Christ through you. So if you bear the name Trinity, Share the overflowing love of God with others. And maybe if you have that special Trinity Sunday apparel, you can add a photo of Trinity Lutheran Church. Amen.
beautiful and good. Celebrate in parable and story, holiness and glory, living, loving God.
for an opportunity to welcome them and to share some cake. And as we go downstairs for the cake, we'll ask all of our new members to kind of congregate in the front of the fellowship hall so we can do a picture with you with the cake. And then after we've all had the cake, we'll have a little, we'll have the mic set up and each of you can tell us your names and a little bit about your family stories. All right, Jim and Linda. We present Rod Nordby and Nancy Anderson for membership in our congregation. Leticia and Eric. We present Bill, Alicia, and Eli Galitsky for membership in our congregation. Kathleen. Hi, I present the Varda family for membership in our congregation. Jen. I present Lynn Batcher-Robinson for membership in our congregation. Let us pray. Merciful God, we thank you for these siblings whom you have made your own by water and the word of, in baptism. You have called them to yourself, enlightened them with the gifts of your spirit, and nourished them in the community of faith. Uphold your servants in the gifts and promises of baptism and unite the hearts of all whom you have brought to new birth. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. In baptism, we are welcomed into the body of Christ and sent to share in the mission of God. We are called to live among God's faithful people to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. Siblings in Christ, do you intend to continue in the covenant of your baptism among God's people in this place? People of God, do you promise to support and pray for these new members in their life in Christ? We do, and we ask God to help and guide us. Let us welcome these siblings in Christ to this community of faith. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. Together, we will give thanks and praise to God and proclaim the good news to all the world. And I think they all deserve a big hand, a round of applause. And welcome. We're so glad to have you with us here at Trinity. And don't forget the cake downstairs. We always come here to eat afterward. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Cindy.
One God, giver of life, you established peace through your Son and gave your church the hope of sharing in your glory. Enliven us by your Spirit to speak and act in love for the sake of the world. God of grace, creator of all, you rejoice in creation and have given humankind responsibility for the works of your hands. Instill in everyone your spirit of care for the earth, especially in areas threatened by ecological devastation. We pray for the Lutheran community in Shishmaral, Alaska, who will be forced to relocate due to rising sea levels. God of grace, Hear our prayer. loving Redeemer, you delight in the human race. Move the hearts of world leaders to seek wisdom, speak truth, and care for all endangered by poverty, prejudice, or violence. Further the work of international collaboration and peacemaking. God of grace, hear our prayer. Abiding comforter, you call out to all who live. Restore severed relationships and protect children who lack, who lack trustworthy caregivers. Grant hope to those who are experiencing fear, pain, or grief, especially Jackie, Mary, Randy, Denia, Bonnie, and Darlene. God of grace. Holy Three, you are community and you create community. Bring up ministries that support those who are isolated or lonely. Give endurance as we nurture vital relationships in our congregation and beyond. God of grace. Hear our prayer. Holy God, we remember your saints for their strong faith and witness, even unto death, especially the Emmanuel Nine, whom we commemorate this week. Console grieving families. Stir up in us the resolve to end the sin of white supremacy and pursue the courageous path of justice. God of grace. Our prayer. God of every time and place, in Jesus' name, and filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust spoken prayers and those in our hearts into your holy keeping. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Peace be. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. How are you? Good, how are you? We're becoming so always been my spiritual home. It's always been my home and I always, always come back here and so we just decided to make it formal. Oh, I see a joke.
Let us pray. God of abundance, you have set before us a plentiful harvest. As we feast on your goodness, strengthen us to labor in your field 
and equip us to bear fruit for the good of all. In the name of Jesus, amen. And please rise as you are able. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. You reveal your glory as the glory of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, equal in majesty, undivided in splendor, one Lord, one God, ever to be adored in your eternal glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the earth and church and hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Oh. What? It's getting the ones in the thing filled up for us. Oh, okay. God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, you we praise and glorify, you we worship and adore. You formed the earth from chaos, you encircled the globe with air, you created fire for warmth and light, you nourished the lands with water, you molded us in your image. And with mercy higher than the mountains, with grace deeper than the seas, you bless the Israelites and cherish them as your own, that also we, estranged and dying, might be adopted to live in your spirit. You called us through the life and death of Jesus. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. When you drink this, remember me.
Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. With this bread and cup, we remember your son, the firstborn of your new creation. We remember his life lived for others and his death and resurrection, which renews the face of the earth. We await his coming when with the world made perfect through your wisdom, all our sins and sorrows will be no more. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Holy God, holy and merciful one, holy and compassionate, send upon us with this meal your Holy Spirit, whose breath revives us for life, whose fire rouses us to love. Enfold in your arms all who share this holy food. Nurture in us the fruits of the Spirit, that we may be a living tree, sharing your bounty with all the world. Amen. Holy and benevolent God, receive our prayers and petitions as Jesus received the cry of the needy. And fill us with your blessing until needy no longer and bound to you in love. We feast forever in the triumph of the Lamb, through whom all glory and honor is yours. O God, O living one, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now believing in the mystery of the Trinity and our deep relationship to God, let us pray in the words Jesus taught to his disciples. Eternal Spirit, earth maker, pain bearer, life giver, source of all that is and that shall be, father and mother of us all, loving God in whom is heaven, the hallowing of your name, echo through the universe, the way of your justice be followed by all the people of the world. Your heavenly will be done by all created beings. Your commonwealth of peace and freedom sustain our hope and come on earth with the bread that we need for today, feed us. In the hurts we absorb from one another, forgive us. In times of temptation and test, strengthen us. From trials too great to endure, spare us. From the grip of all that is evil, free us. For the reign in the glory, the power that is love, now and forever. Amen. In Christ's presence, there is fullness of joy. Come to the banquet.
And you whispered in silence when the whole world was still. And down in the city, you called once again when you blew through your people on the rush of the
please rise as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen, keep, and unite us now and forever. Amen. Amen. Life-giving God, through this meal you have bandaged our wounds and fed us with your mercy. Now send us forth to live for others, both friend and stranger, that all may come to know your love. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to make a quick request of our new members. One of our new members may not be able to join us for cake downstairs. So after the post-salute is over, can the new members surround the, the font so we can get a group picture before we head downstairs? Thank you. Thank you. And now the God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen. Amen. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is to proclaim and celebrate the love of Jesus Christ, to live as God's servants in the world, and to be a caring and healing community. Go in peace. Love your neighbor. Thanks be to God. Comfort to all who believe. Oh How 
we long for your fragrance to fill us. We confess our deep need for your grace. Shelter us with your wings. Turn our heart as our sings. Lift our eyes to behold Jesus' face. Thank you. 